Alchemy's like, so what do we do with them now? And they're like, well, if you take us to the next town, we're going to say that the shield hero attacked us out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, for real? That's messed up. Well, I guess y'all have to die. Yep. And the bird just goes along with it. He's like, you hungry? And she's like, I'm starving. I finally got some food. Hey, you guys. What's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 28. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Yep. So, what we watched this week, of course, keeping the first thing first always, One Piece. Piece. Alright, um... This episode was actually pretty cool. Um, we got to see the Jerma kind of show off their abilities a lot more, and we got to see them actually coming in to help Sanji. Yeah. And almost felt like a sibling relationship for a moment. For, for a moment, yeah. It seems like he was actually part of the family. Until, you know, we are reminded that they all tried to kill him. Yeah. Several times. But in this case, they all try to save him individually. They all have their own little moments with Sanji as they're helping him get away with Luffy. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, I thought it was too. Um, I think the great thing about this episode is for me, it felt like we were actually starting to get somewhere. Like we're actually like starting to wrap up this arc because Sanji's got Luffy. They can see the sunny. The crew is about to be reunited. Like I feel like so much of this arc has been spent with the crew split up that I'm really excited for them to like get back together yeah i'm excited for it too i'm excited to see zoro again i mean this is zoro so much this has been a good arc but some of the points were kind of long-winded i guess and very repetitive like the fight with katakuri not the fight with katakuri necessarily but just the being tired of big mom constantly cake 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 we understand you want the wedding cake okay you know and once they resolve that plot point i'll be like yes, we're home free now, you know? Yeah. It's a little, like, shocking for One Piece because it's just, like, they have all these episodes where they can't stretch it out. And, like, part of my mind has to, like, constantly switch between One Piece, which goes on forever, and then, like, other anime, which is, like, 12, 24 episodes. And it's just like, oh, right. Okay, so when you binge One Piece, it's great because you have all these episodes. But then, like, when you watch it week to week, you're just like, okay, so... (laughs) Can we move along? Can we move along? Whereas other anime go, like, a mile at a time, One Piece goes, like, an inch at a time. Yeah, a step at a time. Yeah, but, um... So, yeah, but honestly, I'm I'm excited for the next episode. I've been reading the manga, so I kind of know what happens next. Not kind of, I do know what happens next. Yes. But... (laughs) I'm really excited to see it animated. There's this one point that I'm really just waiting for it to be animated, and I'm excited because it's coming up. So Awesome. You're going to have to let me know what part that is. Okay. Alright, um, but that's it for episode 873 of One Piece. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Uh, episode 70 of Black Clover. Black Clover. Let me tell you. Black Clover. I like, like the ups and the downs of Black Clover because they kind of just like suck you in. Kind of, if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand I what you're saying. Yeah, so this episode, um, we are finally at the announcement for who got the most stars. 
and you know you you kind of expect an upset because I mean come on Asta's on the Black Bulls and Asta's the main character so you kind of expect an upset and you know you're not disappointed so yeah they still don't get first though first still goes to Golden Dawn because they have Yuno and Yuno is just like a natural talent. He's a genius. Apparently, he got the most stars of everybody that year. Yep. But then Asta got the second number of individual stars. And it's just kind of like, they make it clear that at this point, Asta is pretty much carrying the Black Bulls. Because not only did they get out of the negative 50 stars that they had, they actually started earning stars in the positive. And not only that, they beat out a bunch of other squads. You know, and not just any squads. Like they beat and out this the the what Noel's family, the Silvers or whatever. Yeah, and we get a clear timetable for this series. So apparently, it's been six months. It's been more than six months in real life. Yeah. But you know, it's only been six months in the in uh, Black Clover Land and Clover World or whatever. So in Clover Time, Clover yeah. Time sounds better. It's only Clover been six time. months in Clover Time. Yeah. Or whatever. So they've really come a long way in a short period of time. And honestly, y'all might think I'm stupid for just not realizing this. I realize that, you know, they're the Clover Kingdom and then there's like the Diamond Kingdom and the Spade Kingdom. So I'm assuming there's a Heart Kingdom somewhere. Uh, yes. Like a deck of cards. You know what? You're probably right. <laughs> just I just not realized I, that. I didn't think about it either, guys. So, I feel kind of dumb, but I hope that's the connection. Otherwise, I'm going to feel extra dumb. But, yeah. Um, honestly, my favorite part of this episode, though, was when all the people are talking about, um, who's the guy? Ha ha! Ha ha! He's, like, yelling out, oh, they're peasants, and they come oh. from a nameless village, and they're not nobles, and all this, that, we and the other. set that up at all. They have no clue what part we're talking okay, about. Okay, well, you, you Unless you, they saw the show. I mean, honestly, if you're listening, I hope you saw the show. Otherwise, this is pure spoilers for you. But basically, they're at the announcements. The Clover King has announced... No, oh, not, the, the, not the Clover, Clover King, King the but the Wizard, Wizard King. King has announced that, you know, the Golden Dawn came in first, and you know, got the most um, stars and then the Black Bulls came in second and Asta got the most stars and they're the newest knights on the squads and they're up and coming stars or whatever and then uh, he has them come up to the stage and introduce themselves and yeah and yeah, as yeah. they're introducing themselves ha ha starts and that's his name like he's referred to in the series as ha ha so he yells out that they're ha ha yeah that they're peasants or whatever and the people will start murmuring, like, oh, they're peasants? Shouldn't a noble be this? And da 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 And you know, you know, just straight up's like, oh, you doubt our power? So he tells his little... His uh, windself. His windself, who is, like, a very, ma- very powerful, magical entity, by the way. There are not a lot of these, right? Like, even the Wizard King doesn't have one of these, right? Yeah, the only other one I think we've seen was that Salamander. Right. And so... Um, Basically, he tells her, go full power. And he summons this arrow out of nowhere. And all the people are just like, oh, snap. They can see his model. They can feel the wind. They're like, okay, this guy is legit. Legit. And then he He just fires fires it at Asta. With no warning. He's just like, you remember when we used to train together as kids? And then he just fires a wind arrow at him at full power. And you know what Asta does? He tanks it. He blocks it. It's nothing. He just cancels it out. And then they're like, okay, so these guys got some real stuff. Like, they're legit. Because did you see his magic power? And that guy just straight up just 
it. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They might not be royalty, but uh their their power is real. Their power is real. And then the wizard not the wizard king, the the clover king shows up and of course nobody cares about him. Everybody's like, why isn't the wizard king the real king? Like nobody cares about this guy. Yeah. And so he decides that he's going to announce the upcoming exam or basically as the anime world knows it a tournament for the royal knights yeah we don't know all the rules and stuff yet or whatever i'm assuming we'll get that next episode but basically um don't get royal knights confused with with magic knights or whatever because they're all magic knights but they're gonna take the best ones of all of them to uh form a new group called the royal knights who are gonna go then fight the uh the Eye, Eye of the, the Midnight, Midnight Sun. They're going to attack their base. Yeah, now they know where it is. Yeah. Supposedly. So hopefully that comes up in the upcoming um, the upcoming arc. Um, Yeah. So I'm curious to see because um, the intro and the outro have been alluding to this new person that we haven't met yet. So I'm kind of wondering how they're going to come into play because he doesn't seem like he's going to be an enemy. He seems like he's going to be an ally, but, you know, you never know. Yeah, you, really you never, never know. know. But we'll get to meet some new characters, which will be fun. And there's sure to be a bunch of magic battles. And that's all we really care about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little character growth would be nice, too. Yeah. I mean, if Noelle can own up to her feelings for Asta, that'd be great. Uh, that's a trope. They'll last until the end. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Um. Yeah, so moving on. Uh, the we, rising of the shield hero. Yes, the rising of the shield hero. But before we do that, a quick ad break. <laughs> and now that we're back from our ad, let's talk about the rising of the shield hero. All right, the rising of the shield hero, episode number six. Um, this episode was pretty cool. Um, it was about getting Philo some clothes. You say it, Philo? Is that how you say it? I think so. I think it's Philo. Yeah. Philo, Philo, F-I-L-O. Yeah, I think it's Philo. Philo. Because I think it's short for Philo Leo. Yeah, it's short for Philo Leo. Alright, anyway. The, uh, the giant bird that, uh... Turned into a naked girl. That turned into a naked girl. Um... Thankfully, she can turn back into the giant bird. Which I'm really grateful for. Otherwise, I'm like, she's completely useless. Yeah, so she can still pull that cart that she wanted. Um, Basically, you want to explain what she is? Basically, she is the queen of the philolials, right? So, she has... She's super big, first of all. And she's super fast. And she can talk. And she can transform into a human, but she can also transform into a philolial so that she can merge among the flock and lead them or whatever. At least that's that's the, the rumor or the legend or whatever. No one's really ever seen one, but that's what we assume that she is, right? And so, but the thing is, of course, in this world, um, they actually explain magical expanding clothes. Like in other universes, they just make it happen yeah so basically every time she transforms back she rips her clothes yeah because she's bigger than she was before old clothes don't fit they rip apart yep and 
And they don't just have an endless supply, like, you know. Yeah, they don't just have an endless supply of clothes. And he's like, I'm not going broke. Shield Hero's like, mm-mm. I'm going to go broke if we don't find some clothes for this girl immediately. So he goes to his trusty uh, weapons dealer. And he's like, so do you sell magical clothes? And he's like, I am a weapon shop. No, I don't sell magical clothes. You need to go to a dressmaker for that. So they go to the dressmaker and she's like a Lolicon fan. And so she's like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I am going to make you the cutest dress. And then the shield hero is just like, um, calm down. Can you do it? And she's like, of course I can. Do you have some magical thread? And he's like, uh, magical thread? And she's like, well, of course. I can't make her magical clothes without magical thread. <laughs> like, that's the most common thing in the world, which yeah. honestly it kind of is. But, yeah. So they proceed to go over to the sorcerer lady who gave him the crystal ball. No, not she the crystal did not ball. crystal ball. The she grimoire. Gave, him a, gave him a grimoire because he couldn't give him a crystal ball. But mm-hmm. she herself has a crystal ball. Yes. But anyway, um, and we find out that, of course, the uh, Philolio can use wind magic, which makes sense. So she's a bird and has wings um, <laughs> in both her forms. Even when she's a little lolly girl, she has wings. wings. But yeah. anyway, and uh, conveniently, the stone is broken or whatever that is used to uh, make the magic thread. And uh, it's expensive and hard to find. So, yeah, they're out of luck. Yeah, so basically they're just like, okay, well, that's out of the option for right now. We're just gonna have to pick getting her clothes on the back burner or whatever. And so fast forward to them, they're traveling or whatever, trying to make money because in the previous episodes, they got this, you know, the little... They got the cart. The, the cart. But they also got this tab that allows them to be exempt from taxes. Talisman. The talisman that allows them to be exempt from taxes entering and exiting and also allows them to be yeah. tradesmen or whatever. So he's like, you know, making medicine. He's selling it. And here's what I like about Nafumi and what I think makes him such a great character. So I've said this several times. Nafumi is a nice guy, but he is not like the heroes in other anime where he's selfless. Nafumi is 100% selfish and he's only going to help you if it serves his means. Yeah. So like he sees a sick guy or a guy running, running to a village and he asks for their help and he's like Nafumi's like you got some money? And he's like um it'll take you take me a while to pay you back. And he's like it doesn't have to be in silver but just make sure that you pay me and you don't try to skip out on it. And so he's like cool. And so Nafumi goes and he takes him to go deliver the medicine to a sick mother. He even ups the the way it works or whatever yeah, so that she's healed his, immediately. His, his, uh, boosting magic or whatever on the medicine or whatever to make her heal and feel better immediately. Yeah, and then that's like, there's like this little montage where he's going around and, you know, he's basically selling medicine and helping people or whatever. And yep, he gets and known. charging people for rides. Yep, and charging people for rides. And he gets known as, you know, like, the the fawn the divine fawn or something like that something about him being divine and the bird that he rides right yeah some something about it because he goes around healing the sick and carrying yeah. people around something I don't remember the details but anyway he has this he guy. builds a reputation he builds a reputation for himself it's a positive reputation for once mm-hmm. and then he's carrying this guy and one of the guy he's like a valuable merchant or whatever he's got a, I guess he's important. And one of his, um, I guess, guys under him sells him out. And so the bandits attack him. (laughs) And the bandits obviously don't know what they've gotten themselves into. Because immediately the bird and... um, What's this lady's name? 
I always forget her name. Slave Girl is fine. Um, but her name is, uh... Oh. Is it someone with a CH? I don't remember her name. I'm drawing a complete blank. But anyway, the bird and the slave girl basically attack the bandits and they tie them up. And Nafumi's like, so what do we do with them now? And they're like, well, if you take us to the next town, we're going to say that the shield hero attacked us out of nowhere. He's like, oh, for real? That's messed up. Well, I guess y'all have to die. Yep. And the bird just goes along with it. He's like, you hungry? And she's like, I'm starving. I finally got some food. Yep. And then they're all like, oh, snap. And he's um, like, oh, okay. So how about this instead? And then he took them back to their hideout, robbed the bandits. He didn't rob them. The bandits gave them everything they had of their own free will in exchange for their lives. So basically he paid them. They paid him for their lives. That's how the merchant looked at it. He's like, you know what? I like this guy. He has the real merchant spirit. Spirit. (laughs) So basically he gives them this letter that Nafumi takes. And he's like, and the guy who looks at it, he's like, whoa, this is legit. Whatever you need, sir, you let me know. And so Nafumi's like, so what about this stone? And he's like, oh yeah, we got it, but um, it's kind of dangerous. Yeah, we know where it is, but it's kind of dangerous. You got to go get that yourself. <laughs> and so they tell him, and you know, Nafumi goes and he gets it. And then... Yeah, of course, they fight a mythical beast while they're there. Of course. You know, no, I can forget the name. It's the one with the lion that has a snake for its tail. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. And so, then they bring the lady from the shop too, and they give her the stone, and they make the magical thread, and then... uh. Philo finally gets some clothes. Yep, so this whole arc was really just about Philo getting some clothes. It wasn't even an arc. It was just this one episode. Like, so much happened in this one episode, and it was great. Yeah, I can imagine what, like, in the manga, this was probably several chapters. Probably, like, four chapters. I remember watching this, and I was like, can you imagine if this was One Piece? This would have been an entire arc. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so... That was the shield hero that kind of took, that was kind of long-winded. But you know what's going to be super long-winded? The Promised Neverland. Yep, The Promised Neverland. This is probably going to be what we're going to talk about the most today. Just just being real. The Promised Neverland. Um, episode number six, because, you know, all our weekly anime are on episode number six. Yup. Um, this episode, we get the introduction of William Minerva. Da-da-da. Alright, so, basically, the books in the library, um, a lot of them used to belong to this guy named William Minerva or if they didn't belong to him he at least put his tag on a lot of these books. His nameplate. His nameplate or whatever and the nameplate is like an owl and it has a circle around the owl but the circle is like dashed out and broken up in uh, different ways and the kids figure out that this is actually Morse code and they start figuring out all these codes and all these books in the library and it was just kind of like wow how did you notice that so intricate and then the one who noticed it was actually like one of the smaller kids under under five i think he's like four i think it's four phil 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 is smart phil is cool yeah um but yeah so that was cool and don and gilda they go out on their own because like at the beginning we see the kids talking and they're talking in uh gilda and um emma are explaining to the boys that you know there is this like mom disappears every day from the house and she doesn't go outside because the door is not locked or whatever and she was like we measured the wall or whatever and there's this space 
and this has to be where she's disappearing to or yeah, whatever. Yeah, she has a secret room. And at this point, you know, the other kids, you know, Norman, Ray, and Emma have not told Don and Gilda the truth. So they're... So Don takes it upon himself to be like, oh, we can still save Connie. If she's communicating with the outside, then maybe we can break into her secret room and figure out where Connie is. And of course, the other three who know the truth, they're like, um, no, that's a bad idea. We're all doomed if you get caught. We don't know anything about this room. It's not necessary. Don't do it. could be booby trapped. It's not worth the risk. Yeah. You know, and they list all the reasons why it's a bad reason. All reasons are legitimate, but he's focused on, we gotta save the others. We gotta save Save the the others. others. And he doesn't know that the the true danger of, of mom, you know, he doesn't realize that, okay, this is a life and death situation, you know? He just think thinks that they're escaping so they don't go to bad people, you know? And so they break into mom's secret room. And basically what they find are they find her communication device. They find her, her sub-basement where she's kept all the toys. From, from the, all the kids that have went away. And then they realize it was like, okay. Like, it like, makes sense for uh, Connie to have left her bunny. Yeah, yeah, we know Connie left her bunny, but the other kids definitely had their stuff with them. And they're like, why is it, why are the other kids' stuff here? You know, and then, and that's, then when, that's when they put it together that, hey, they might be dead. Yeah, because they're like, even if, even if they left it, you know, it should have been delivered to them. There's it no been at reason. Least shipped to them. Yeah, there's no reason for it to be here or whatever. So then they have this moment where they're talking at the end of the day. And basically, they just confront the other three and they're like, tell us the truth. And then Emma breaks down and she tells them and Don just like loses it. He loses it. And And he steals off and he punches Norman right in the face. Yep. He doesn't stop there. Then he turns around, he punches right in the face. And then he grabs Emma like he's about to punch her. And then he comes to his senses and he's just like... I'm so hurt that y'all didn't have faith in us. She's like, yeah, we're not as smart as you guys, but we're family. We're siblings. And like, did you think us to be so weak and such a burden that you couldn't even tell us the truth? Yeah. And it was so heartfelt. I felt for him. And it was just like, he was like, and then he has this moment where he's like, you know, I can't even be mad at them because I am weak because I did let this happen to Connie and there is nothing that I can do. And he's just so just distraught or whatever. Yeah. And then the other three. They come back. They come back and they apologize and they make up and they're friends and they're siblings. And they're like, we have to do this together. No more secrets. Yep. They tell them everything, including about Ray being the spy and all that other stuff. Yeah. You know, so now they're fully in the loop. And then just when we think, okay, we got past this hurdle. You know, everybody's in the loop. They're walking in the forest, right, during their free time. And who do we see but Sister Crone hiding in the trees like, I saw everything. And then she's in her little sing-songy voice like, Emma, Ray, Norman, Don, Gilda, you are the targets. And then she leans... I saw all of you talking last night. Yep. And then she leans forward and she just stares Emma's down then she's like let's join forces and then mic drop episode over and you're like oh snap. snap she found out she's confronting them 
like this joint forces thing and it has to be like some type of trap or trick and it's it's just crazy and you're just like dun-dum, what are they gonna do what are they gonna do like now they've been put in this situation but norman's there so he'll he'll think through it he'll figure it out yeah. um but uh yeah and that's the end of that episode um we can't wait to watch the one next week however we couldn't wait to watch the one next week so, so. we've been reading the manga and um, let's just say, last week, I think we were at chapter 16. Um, now we're at chapter, uh, we've read through chapter 58. Yeah. And we're on volume 7. Yeah, we're, we're like beasting through it. So we finished the entire arc that the anime is probably going to go through. And, you know, we're, we've moved on to the next arc. And uh, this show is amazing. And it gets better. And it's going to get better and better. But the manga is really incredible. And the art and everything and the manga and the suspense is like... It's all still just like how it is in the anime, but it's like amped up and there are more details and it's just like, it's wonderful. Obviously, if we read 40 episodes, this one, I said 40 episodes, 40 uh, chapters (laughs) this this week, you know, it must be pretty amazing. Um, Yeah, it's it's awesome. So read the manga. For sure. Read it read it and if you don't have access to it you can always sign up for shonen jumps um yeah shonen jumps uh subscription it's it's only two dollars a month and you can get access to all the chapters so and i'm pretty sure they even have a free trial so if you want to just like get the free trial and binge it i mean go for it go for it you definitely could because it's that good if as long as you have the time yeah but yeah all right, moving on. Next was Dororo. Um, Dororo. We, we didn't watch it. Nope. Nope. Don't um, plan to watch it. Don't plan to watch it. Um, will we watch it this week? Maybe, maybe not, but probably not. Um, yeah, we're probably just going to drop it and um, we'll insert it if we ever decide to catch up with it. Yeah. Um, because honestly, the show, you know our opinions from the last few episodes. We yeah. just haven't cared for it. The best thing about the show is the intro. Honestly. Honestly. That's the only reason why we watched five of the episodes. But episode six is where we drew the line. Yep. Yep. So, um, I told you this episode would be quick. See, we're rolling through them now. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Domestic Girlfriend. That was our last weekly anime. Um, and this episode, Natsuo and, um, her name is Ray, right? Ray. I think it's Ray. Ray. Mm-hmm. Is it Ray? I think it's Ray. Or is it Ren? I don't know. I can't remember her name. Why do you do this to me? I don't know. Um, um, R. The girl that he slept with, that's now his sister. Yeah. Blue hair, blue hair girl that he gave a suppository to last week. Um, basically, she's like, okay, because you know at the beginning she transferred schools. Rui. Rui! There we go! Alright. I knew it started with R and ended with I, but... Yeah, the but I, I can remember mid- the, the vowel, vowel in the, the middle. middle was, was just eluding me. It was a little sketch there for a minute. But um, so Rui and Natsu, Natsuo are going around and they're looking for a club to join because she's more comfortable with the school. And she's like, hey, you know, I've been here for a while. I've gotten used to everything. I should probably join a club. So as they're looking around, there's this like very eccentric looking teacher that Natsuo runs into. And... Um, basically they end up wandering into the literature club and um while there 
when they first entered, there's no one there, but they see all the books and not so well, of course, he wants to be a novelist. So he gets excited. He's like, oh, there's this book that I really have been wanting to read. And Rui's like, take it. I've been wanting to read it too. We'll return it tomorrow. So they do that, but of course, Natsuo gets caught the next day trying to return the book. And so the advisor is like, oh, so you're a a thief now. He was like, I was just borrowing it. He was like, if we're working under that assumption, then, you know, all thieves would consider just be borrowing stuff. So basically he strong arms Natsuo into joining the club. And there's another girl who's already in the club. I can't remember her name, but she has green hair. She's very quiet and soft-spoken. And she and Natsubo immediately get along. Because what I'm learning about Natsubo is that he doesn't actually have girl problems. He just sort of keeps to himself. But when he talks to people, like, people like him or whatever. So, basically, they have, like, this awkward exchange with the teacher. I'm not going to ruin it for you because there's no way I could explain it and it not be completely awkward unless you watch the episode. So, yeah. But, um, basically... In a roundabout situation, the teacher tells Natsuo and the other girl to kiss because they're both romance novelists. And he's like, this will this will improve your writing. They don't do it, of course. But, of course, once Rui finds out and her friend, what's her name? Momo? The, the girl who was his girlfriend for all of, like, half an episode. Yeah, so maybe a day. Yeah. The girl who has a serious crush on him with the pigtails. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're both like... We're mm, joining this club. We're joining this club. And the other girl doesn't even like to read. But she's like, forget that. Y'all are both, both joining? I'm joining too. Yep, so now the club has enough members to actually be a real club. Because before, it was really just only one person and an advisor. So it wasn't allowed to actually be a real club. Yeah, it was more like a meetup. But now it's an actual club. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And then we also have um, the older sister. um, I think her name is Hinata, I want to say. Or something like that. But anyway, the older... That's definitely not it. It's Hina or something like Hina, that. Hina. Hina. Maybe right. Hina. But anyway, the older sister is basically like, hey, Natsuo, why don't we go someplace together this weekend? And there's like the subtle hint in the anime that maybe she's asking him out on a date, but probably not. It's probably something that he's just probably just going to misconstrue. But it kind of seems like she actually broke up with her affair having boyfriend. So. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Like this was that, yeah, that this wasn't might seem like thing. it's actually going to be a victory, and we're not going to revisit this infidelity anymore. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm still gonna. Be I'm still kind of skeptical of it. Yeah, though. I'm still gonna keep my eye out. But if they don't go back to it, it will be so very much appreciated. Honestly. Yes. So yeah. And that's pretty much it for uh, the weekly anime. Yep. So. Um, our um, main anime for this week uh, was Cells at Work. Um, we watched the first five episodes. We didn't watch all 14 episodes, I believe it is. This is not a good binging anime. Yeah. There's like, it, it's kind of like when you're in school and then your teacher puts on a video. And it's, it's cool because you get to watch a video and you're in school and it's educational and it's interesting. And you're learning a lot and you, you're learning something without somebody expressly telling it to you. But then it's just like, it's a lot of information and you're learning a lot. So you kind of need breaks in between. Yeah, to kind of grasp all the concepts and process it. And honestly, every episode is really the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the same template. 
Yeah. Some something attacks the body. Um, uh, red blood cell looks like it's about to die. White blood cell comes in and saves it. Um, that's pretty much it. And the little um, the little cells, the platelets, do the repair. Yep. Um, that happens every episode. It's just a different germs, different germs work in different ways, different bacteria and stuff. I mean, and it's all good. Food poisoning. There was a lot of different abrasions. Yeah, there and they're all. The, it shows how the body handles all these things, and it's really cool. But um, we didn't feel the need to watch the whole thing because we kind of got the point. Yeah, and um, we're both college educated, and we passed biology already. So, yep. But if you're in high school and you need to know something about how the body works, and you're I into mean, anime, this would be a solid for you to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, period. It's just, for us, it's not a binger. And yeah. we also, I mean, we had to find space to get through those 40 chapters of The Promised Neverland. So, <laughs> Some, something had to give. <laughs> something had to give, and uh, cells at work is what lost. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll probably keep watching it. Um, probably not going to, like, binge binge it like we normally do, but we're going to definitely we'll probably keep watching it. We'll probably sprinkle in an episode here and there, but... Yeah. But um, we watched enough of it to feel confident that we had a good review because there was no overarching storyline or plot. Yep. Alright, so that is it for this weekly anime. And next week, um, same stuff that we usually watch, minus Dororo. Yep, because I don't I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't either. Um, because, you know, we are still going to read The Promised Neverland in, you know, time. Yeah, so, we gotta get to, like, 118 chapters or something like that. We're not even halfway there yet. Yeah. Um, so our binger this week will probably be Sunday Without God. So we'll see how that works out. Yep, it's a high dive anime. Um, of course, we're going to watch it on Verve. And uh, yeah. All right, I think that's it. All right, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. If you liked it, please subscribe and then go tell your friends about it. If you haven't already, please make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at I'd Rather Anime and check us out at I'd Rather Anime.com. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Until next time, peace. Out. Like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I am going to make you the cutest dress. And then, and. And he steals off and he punches Norman right in the face. So, like, can we watch some anime now?